I don't know what it is. It's something about the day. I, I wanted to make confetti with that thing and throw it. So the, the naughtiness in me was coming out a little bit on that. So last year, um, the Thursday morning Bible, Bible study group used a curriculum that was using Brahms Requiem. It's a, it's a piece of music. And then we would explore scriptures that were related to, to grief. Now, grief is strange. All of us have felt it for some time. And you, it, grief, you, you carry it in your, you carry it in your bodies, in your bones, and in your, in your soul. And even years and decades after what I've been calling in this series, the day of consequence, that, that day that comes where nothing that follows is the same again. The day of consequence, the death, the breakup or the divorce, the, the fire, Grief can come back unexpectedly, and it does. And for the longest time, I had it in my mind that eventually I would move past grief. I would just, I would, you know, not to sound rough, but I would, I'd get over it. But still, grief comes back. No healing, only grief. My heart is broken. Listen to the weeping of my people all across the land. Isn't the Lord in Zion? Is her king no longer there? Why then did they anger me with their images, with pointless foreign gods? The harvest is past, the summer has ended, and yet we aren't saved. Because my people are crushed, I am crushed. Darkness and despair overwhelm me. What to do with God's people? Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then have my people not been restored to health? If only my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears, I would weep day and night for the wounds of my people. Yeah, as we've heard over these last few weeks, it was Jeremiah's job to share the hard words, the hard words to his nation that it was coming to an end, that their days were numbered. And, and that didn't, though, mean just because you are the person who delivers that, that hard message, it didn't mean that it didn't hurt, that Jeremiah didn't grieve. It was his nation, his people. And when the day of consequence comes, when, that, when you have that point at which it's done, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that, it, or it no longer even matters whose fault it was or what you could have done to avoid it. And a lot of times, and I don't know how your mind works, but a lot of times people will get it in their minds, they will play over the details of what had happened over and over trying to think that if they can just understand it, if they can somehow figure out exactly what went wrong, then somehow you, you have some control. But that's just an illusion. Maybe, maybe if you'd gone to the doctor earlier, you would have gotten the, the cancer diagnosis just a bit earlier. Or maybe if you hadn't taken that job that had taken you far away from the one you loved, Whatever the story was for you, 
When the day of consequence comes, it's done. No amount of tears can change what has happened. And that is what Jeremiah knew. Anyway, I, I didn't have very high expectations for the Bible study curriculum that we use. You know, there's lots of Bible study curriculums. And the author, Carol Bechtel, she's good. I've, I've done other Bible studies of hers in the past. And it was, it was okay. The, the curriculum was okay. It wasn't exciting, but it was okay. But for whatever reason, God had more to say through this okay curriculum and the scriptures involved with it, much more than I expected. And that's how oftentimes things go with Bible study. For the longest time, I had wanted to move past grief, to, to get over it. And there have been times I have wondered, is there something wrong with me? That maybe even wrong with my faith, that I hadn't just gotten over it. Why does it come back and still hurt even after this much time? Why had my spirit been cured? Why hadn't I been completely healed? And I know, I know the depression, the addiction, and the whole host of unhealthy things that, that grief can bring around. I know that as a pastor, every pastor has seen that in their flocks and, and in themselves. And we also know that Jesus taught, blessed, blessed are those who grieve. And I, I've never understood why that would be a blessing, for they will be comforted. But it's easy to get healed and cured confused. But they're different. Being comforted is healing. But it doesn't mean you move past grief, that you're cured of grief. And Jesus knew that. And in that Bible study, the words, my, my spirit began to accept the grief in my heart in a healthier way, even as a blessing. Now I want you to go with me on this for a second, because you and I think about this. We grieve what we love. And it's, and it's true that true love, it never dies. It doesn't just disappear. Grief is rooted in love. And so think about who or what you have grieved on your journey. And I'm going to guess that there was great love. Or even the hope for that kind of love in your heart. And I don't want to let go of the love. I want to hold on to the memory, the blessing that love has brought to my life. And even though it means that there is hurt and sometimes even a little anger that has come into my life, that the terrible day of consequence that we all face, and they will come sometimes, that those days can be a reminder of love. And I don't want to numb, or I don't want to escape that reminder. 
I want to be able to channel that grief, to channel it into healthy ways, to honor the, the love that is still inside of me, the love that blessed me. And grief then, in a healthy way, can become the, the presence of God's love and God's spirit of love inside of us. Now, Jeremiah, when Jeremiah wrote those words, he hadn't gotten to that point yet in his grief. It was, it was too new. He had the tears. He had the anger. And he certainly had the fear. And yet he still had the faith to ask, isn't the Lord still in Zion? Isn't God still present? Does, not, does God not continue to heal in the balm of Gilead? And that faith, the faith to even ask that question, that is the faith that saves. It can save you from depression and from addiction and that whole host of unhealthy things that grief can bring around. When grieve, grieving is done without the faith that God remains. That no day of consequence, whatever that was for you, it lasts, it never lasts forever. There still is a balm in Gilead. And tears, tears may not be able to change what has happened, but they still have the power to heal. And that reminded me of a young couple that was expecting their first child. And as these things go, something happened. And a miscarriage began. And so they called their pastor, who was a friend of mine. And he, he went to the hospital to be with them. And the miscarriage had happened before the pastor had arrived. And now they came from a tradition different from mine, but they came from a Christian tradition that held that only a baptized child may enter the life to come. And that's, that's not an easy situation in a hospital. And so they requested that the tiny body be brought in for baptism. And thankfully, the hospital complied. The spiritual damage that could have been done otherwise could have been profound. My friend baptized that little one, with the tears of his parents. He had tears when he came to me to talk about that story. And we both prayed together that God's spirit would be with those parents in their grief to be the comfort that they needed. And then I offered to do something. He was in my office and I offered to do something. I said, I offered him to anoint him with healing balm. A sign and a symbol, a ritual that we have done for thousands of years. The 23rd Psalm, you anoint my head with oil. I offered to anoint him to remind ourselves that God's healing presence is always present in our healing and grief. And I offer you the same today to come forward to have the sign of the cross in holy oil placed on your forehead. A sign of suffering 
that is used to remember that God is always present, even when our hearts break. For those of you who are connecting online, you are welcome to just place your hand on your forehead and feel the connection. If you have or are experiencing grief or just need to be reminded of God's healing presence in our world, this time is for you.